I have thought a lot in the last 24 hours. Same. About the television appearance of T.J. Jefferson's on The Price is Right. <laughs> and the number of mind-boggling mistakes that this man made. No. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. It's truly <laughs> just absolutely heart-wrenching. And in the same vein that we all lived and died on live TV of the Rich Eisen show watching his recorded performance, a month in the can, and people saying how they enjoyed us reveling in his excitement yeah, of his appearance. Of course. Right? Great. In the same vein as that, that is true. We genuinely do love each other here and root for each and other. And we were so pumped. And if you had won the and car, nervous. I think we would have pigpiled on you right here <laughs> on the set. Yeah. Okay. Like we would have run all over. You would have left all three of us. It would have been great. Like have been cutting yep. the cameras of all of us. <laughs> yeah. Had you won a car. And that's uh -huh. true. That was all yep. genuine. Oh, but in the same vein, we're all good friends who can say things to each other. <laughs> yes. Like the next couple of minutes. Yes. Oh, then let me get ready. <laughs> because I could totally understand that it had to have been an out-of-body experience to be actually called up on the set of The Price is Right. You're seeing all the television carries. Mm -hmm. Drew Carey's making you go, how much is a ping-pong table? Mm -hmm. You nail that. Yeah. You get out of contestants' row, and then... You see a game, I got to tell you, that master key game. I'd never seen watch, that game before. You could watch 50 more shows. You might not see that game again. Yeah, I, I, I'd watch three weeks straight. I'd never seen that game played. But you are a veteran of Price is Right as much as I am. Mm -hmm. You watch a lot of Price is Right. You said you watched it with your late grandmother, right? Apparently I didn't watch enough because I missed you the master. You always game. take the middle key. <laughs> and master key. You always take the middle key. That's There's five keys. You take the middle key. The middle key wasn't the one the one, though. The middle key wasn't the one that would have won something. You took the one key that won nothing. There was you a realize one, that, there, right? I had a one in five chance. So if you noticed, I'm like, there's five keys. Yeah. I kind of turned my back. Okay, let me let me. Why did you not look at what key you were grabbing? Let me. Get, That's my first so question for you. Let me get to this point. When you said out of body experience, yes. you are one billion percent on. Like I'm someone who's never been afraid of right. public speaking. I've done plays. I'm on TV every day. But when I tell you that when you walk out there, you do you you kind of leave your body. And when I went out there and I did the little Michael Jackson dance, and Mike and Chris, <laughs> Mike and Chris can attest to this, I was I had anxiety for like a week over the fact that like when they when you come out they want you to be hyped and yeah, jump up and down. I'm more of a chill like person, so I was like, what am I gonna do if I get called? <laughs> and I told these guys later, I was like, I literally in my mind because I'm weird, I thought, what could I do that might get me on I the open the of the show? Right? I was waiting for the Arsenio so Hall. So I thought about that. I said, so I ran out. I yeah. didn't know what I was doing. I did the Scott Hall, if you know wrestling, he kind of does the cool walk yeah, out. Yeah. And then I hit the Michael Jackson moonwalk. And at that point, 30 people in studio they all started cracking up. Of course, <laughs> now of course. because that they got—that's what they want. Yeah, they, they from game shows. What they want is they want interesting contestants mm -hmm. who will be interesting to people at home, and they want to win. They want you to win. Yes. So that's why they always put a key that's going to win something for Master Key right in the middle. <laughs> all right, so get right in the middle. So, so when you grabbed 
the key, mm-hmm. the one out of the five keys that would win nothing. Because <laughs> one key opens all three. Yeah. One other key is opens up one specific of yeah. the three prizes. One key opens nothing. So when you grab the one key mm-hmm. that opened nothing and then miss the opportunity to get the second key, I guarantee you all of them with a headset on, they were like... <laughs> I bet in those right, so, okay they were all like because they want you to win of they course. want you to win I we're was all a, happy when you win i was you a good saw TV. yesterday we, you win. Win. we were like it was great all right so can i let me, allow me to retort that so me being me if you know me the people at home don't really if you know me i like if i do something and you laugh then it is on so when i got up there and the ping pong table came up. Now, I had just seen a ping pong table on an episode I watched the day before. So that's oh, why I got so close. Very good. Right? I didn't expect to be up there that's that quickly. So the second I, my name got called and I won that and I ran up there and people were laughing, I didn't care about any prizes. I went into like stand-up mode. My only goal was to make everybody laugh. And then I remember a picnic basket yeah. and I made a Yogi Bear joke. The whole studio start cracking up. And then I listened to the crowd about the picnic basket. They gave me the wrong price. But when it came to the key, Rich, like I said, I didn't know how to play that See, game. Again, that's I went my to other grab thing the I was thinking one. about is that you were entertaining enough to get on the stage yeah, and I, then get to a pricing game. At that point, all bets are off. You, yeah, know, you could be as boring as you get. Now you got to focus. Take the middle key. I couldn't focus, man. You didn't take the middle key and then... You, you spun the wheel, uh-huh. you, which was great. You got lucky, which is what you need. Mm-hmm. You yeah. need. And then you got to the final showcase showdown. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you, you took on somebody who had, I guess, must have won her pricing game because she got the opportunity yeah. to pass a showcase with two motorcycles and a trip to Florida that you probably would never thought you would ever want. But then you... You're our resident expert on motorcycles. He bids $45,000. I... Half... A bar, right? I, or half a hundred thousand dollars on this thing. I spoke to TJ and I said I thought those were going to be fifteen each, like fifteen thousand, which would have put him at thirty. He still would have been over because I'm thinking the trip to Florida, five thousand. How tops. many days of trip to Florida? Because I didn't hear. I think it many? was like five days. So I thought thousand a so day. So flights, I'm accommodations. Yeah. yeah, but here's the deal, right? As doing my research leading up to the show, <laughs> I had priced out. Let me, yeah, I took this seriously. I looked at prices on no, no, yeah, many cars. I looked up household appliances, refrigerators, microwaves. I looked up cutlery. I looked up everything. One thing I never thought to look up was a motorcycle, <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't why, ride why motorcycles. Would you? I'd never why seen a motorcycle you? on there. You? You and and, and, and you saw there was no master key. Literally, we could DVR the next month of shows and you might not see master key again. Yeah. And the thing it's about crazy. your middle key, crazy. when yeah. I went up there trying to be funny and I kind of covered my eyes, I think I grabbed you the middle did. one I first. Yes. The middle yes. key. And then my thought was, and then my thought was, that is too, uh, it's like, no, no you're not going to put it in the middle. They want you to win something. I know, but in my thought, thought process. to grab something in the middle. My first, yeah, and, and I was like, no, that's too easy. And the other thing was, oh. I didn't know that that was the only time I was going to pick a key. I thought maybe you got another basket coming. Another, you had yeah, the basket I, with stuff so in I there. So I really didn't know. And you listen to the people. You yeah. didn't get your second key. You but were like too I busy. Said, man, I, I, was too busy. I was, I was, guys, you don't understand. I was That's out there so having fun, man. <laughs> I had fun. And look, you know, ten years ago, I was a little bit more down on my luck, and 
had I missed out on the opportunity of getting a car and I would have been, it would definitely have crushed me because that's where I was no, at I mean, that point in life. But this point in life, I can say, look, I've got a car. I got a few shekels in the bank. I'm doing all right. So I'm not as upset or down about not winning. You shouldn't be. You know, I think I thought I went out there. I had fun. I entertain the studio people, and to me, that's Am I that's being too I critical of his I play th- right now, Chris? Because you're you're going into Chris Brockman turtle oh. mode over there where you don't say anything. or yeah, you're not- the, Believe me, there was like one or two. Overall, the responses on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube were uh-huh. overwhelmingly positive. They are! And the thing is, sh- yeah, but I'm not. I'm just going through your gameplay. Yeah, yeah. it's a great, yeah, it's a great, mo- it's a great moment. We really wanted you to win. We're well, trust me, you didn't and want so, me to win more than I wanted to win. No, no, I understand. Well, <laughs> we're looking at the film. Yeah, we're just, and we're just kind of breaking it down. It's yeah. like, post day all 22. Yep. It's all good. Yeah, but I'm going to say all 22, and we noticed that you lost from a place of love. That's what we're saying. But here's the deal. Again, Motorcycle. Everyone I know, I know four people that have Harley Davidsons, right? These Harley Davidsons are expensive bikes. So I'm like, there were two of them. Even if I would have thought, okay, these are $12,000 bikes, which I never would have thought they were under that. I still would have gone over. I never would have said 26. My minimum would have been probably 30. Yeah. So I never never would have said 26 because I had no idea you could get a Harley for $8,000. Those are $8,000 bikes. I was like, I'm like, that's crazy. Mm. So yeah, you know, there was a point like two weeks ago I was driving, I was like, man, crap. I could have had about twenty grand. But I'm not gonna allow that to get me down, man. No, like I I had a blast and I, and I felt like a winner because unlike when there's normally when there's two hundred people in studio, you have to get vetted by at least seven different casting producers, oh including CBS talent. So to get through all of that, I kind of felt like, look, we all won just by making it. Well, to I had to tell point. you, uh, TJ, uh, you know, you've been on the air here with us as a regular for close to a year now. Yeah. Um, there was the same rigorous process you were not aware of <laughs> um, that got you into that chair. So the you Susie know. Schuster. I had ah, to pass, yes, I had that's to pass the that. essence CBS for me. Yes, <laughs> correct. So you got you got a ping pong table, uh-huh. which you're. I haven't gotten yet. You haven't got yet. Yeah. Did you walk out with the popcorn machine? No, they, they'll all get sent to you. Probably, okay. as a matter of fact, I brought my folder with all my rules and. Ah, so, I'd love to see that. I'm know. so I, I I love and you also have that uh, that wonderful price tag with your name, your full name on it, right there, my government name. And you've got people here on the campus in El Segundo stopping you, asking <laughs> if you were the guy on the Price Is Right yesterday. Yeah, yeah yesterday after work, there's a bathroom behind the studio, and there's like two <laughs> urinals with a little divider. I go in there after the show, mask on. I walk up, and the guy's standing there, and he kind of looks at me, and he looks back, and he just goes, bro, were you just on the prices, right? Just <laughs> I almost went, I almost peed on myself. I'm like, yeah, he goes, Welcome. we watched it during lunch. And he goes, I was like, yo, I think that's the dude that works in the studio. If man. only you, you got were. this game, TJ, you would have won. Totally. But that's also over in 60 seconds. He, oh, got, yeah. he got a long game. He yeah. got enough. Yeah. Long game. Got a lot could, of time. We, it's too much thinking. Too much a lot thinking. Of thinking. Yeah. We, you needed the putt. All I'm saying is this. Some of my best friends that you guys talk about a lot, Kutcher and, and Valderrama, they both have done shows on CBS. Yes. And now I'm hoping that maybe CBS sees me. Maybe they'll want to put me in something. There I you go. Know. Now we're talking. <laughs> Three and a half men. <laughs> <laughs> That's the meme. Over. (laughs) Like this segment. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets. 
at the Rich Eisen Show, and every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it, and then the all-in prices. That's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all-in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. He's about to enter, or he's right in the middle of right now, I guess, his 12th season as being the head coach of the Seattle Seahawks. He is Pete Carroll back here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, coach? I'm good, Rich. What's up, brother? I'm better for talking to you. Uh, what does a mid-May 2021 look like for you? Just finished up with the rookie mini camp, right? That's basically where you are and everything? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little bit different. It's different than last year, and last year was different than the year before. So uh, we're just, we, we just work our way through uh, as things are, you know, have, have changed some. And, uh, uh, but things are going well. Uh, we, made the, we think we maxed out what, that which we could in the draft. We like our guys and, and excited about the, the young pups that we're working with. Um, you know, we're deep, deep into Zoom right now. We're, we're in Zoom land, and uh, our coaches and our players are exceedingly uh, adept at it now and, and we're getting a lot out of it again as we did last year. Um, so it's, it's, it's a new day. It's, it's really, it's a new day. So what do you expect uh, of, uh, of seeing players physically in front of you? Uh, what, what, what is your level of expectation over the next several weeks on that front, Pete? Well, I, we'll see more. We'll see more than we have now. We got thirty-something guys here now uh, working, and, and uh, we'll see more guys as we as we move along. We'll, we'll work towards our uh, our mini camp coming up in the middle of June, and that'll be the the culmination of it. So, um, I'm hoping that we'll increase our numbers as we go. And I know our guys are working really hard. Everybody's really dedicated to that, and, and they're getting together where they can and when they can. And so, there's a lot of good positive stuff happening. What do you make? What do you make of the the conversation on that front? Uh, in recent days that last year because of the pandemic and so much of uh, off-season work was done by Zoom and the regular season looked like any other season that maybe the in-person work year-round is something that uh, is not necessary, that it's too much and that things should be um, 
kind of the way they are right now? What do you as a head coach in the NFL now in a 12th year on that front uh, with just Seattle say about that? Well, I, it, I think it's, it's a worthwhile discussion because, it, because it's, it's on the top of, of everybody's mind, and in particularly the players, and in, in, in they're trying to figure out what's best. Um, what we know is when it's equal, it, it comes out fine. And last year, nobody had offseason. We had no preseason games. And the season really measured up to be uh, you know, a comparable season to the ones in the past. This is happening a little different this time around. And it's not within the control of, of, uh, of anybody to keep everybody on the same numbers and days and work, and, uh, work uh, load and all of that. So this is going to be a little bit different. And we need to see how that, that pans out. But uh, when it's, when it's uh, controlled, and and it's equal for all all members, then it it'll work out fine. And so uh, I think our players learned that, and our coaches saw that last year too. You know, it wasn't we didn't think it was the ideal, but yet as long as it's relative and the comp and the competitive uh, landscape is the same, then it then it works out fine. Pete Carroll here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, so let's get into uh, Russ and um, his conversation that he's been having publicly in a manner that we haven't really heard from him about his level of protection and and needing that upgraded and and his desire to still be with you and in Seattle how would your you rate your relationship with Russell Wilson as you and I are talking right here in the middle of May Pete Carroll yeah, well, it seems like it's really old news to, to talk about this because it's been such a long time which he the little bit that he said carried so much airtime that uh, it, it it became bigger than life. Uh, throughout the whole process, Russell, we've always been connected. We've always been talking. We've never not been in, in communication, and we weren't at all at this, this time either. And uh, a couple things that came out got magnified, and the questions came out, and there was a couple things. You know, he was frustrated when he was talking, just like any of us can sometimes emphasize something that's, you know, on the top of our mind, and it can, it can be played differently than it really played itself out. We've had a really good off-season of working, and uh, and there was an ongoing media discussion that I did not take part in. John and I did not. We refused to, to be party to that. And Russ did what he could once once he saw it happening to stay as quiet as he could because it, we, it was going to play and have a life of its own anyway. So what it, what it amounted to was, uh, I think, a refocusing, you know, making sure that we were on the same page, making sure that we were clear so that we could withstand any of the scrutiny that would come come towards us, and we did that. And so uh, we've had a good off season, and we're we're cranking. He's fired up, and, and about his team, he's fired up about his coaching staff, he's fired up about the season coming up, and and he just as he knows how to do, he's been competing his his butt off to be right and ready and 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 be on point. So um, it, it's gone very well, uh, even though that discussion lasted so long, and you had certain guys. It just decided to keep the story going, and they just wanted to keep feeding it, and, and uh, that's that. It really was much bigger than than it was for us internally, and I thought we handled it really well. Well, the reason why I bring it up, I guess, with you now is you and I have not had not spoken since then, and that that was such a conversation. My bad. And okay, my no, bad. No, no, no. I'm just <laughs> no, no. But I understand. It's just like okay, I thought you did that. You know that that page had been turned, but the 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 book is still open in terms of a national conversation. With with just quarterbacks, it, it, who are, it shouldn't it shouldn't be. 
Well, I, yeah, I, it shouldn't be. In, in, in terms of up here in Seattle, it shouldn't be. But I, I get it that, that guys are doing it, and I know Aaron's been real vocal, and whatever's going on there, it keeps this discussion alive. And, and, uh, and so, you know, it's, it's fun for the media, and they do what they got to do with it, and it's, it's okay. Well, you do bring up where, where I guess I was going next with, with, with Aaron in, in Wisconsin and the concept of, you know, hey, a quarterback should have a say in, in who's on the roster and certainly about the way an offense is running. How, how much is Russell involved in all of that with you and the rest of the staff? Now there's a new offensive coordinator and Shane Waldron being brought in right now. How, how much is – is that uh, if you're willing to pull back the curtain on uh, that he is involved in that conversation, Pete Carroll? Yeah, well, Rich, first let me say, in, in a real general sense, you're either competing or you're not. And, and that means that if, if there's information that you can have and you, can, you have access to and it can help you make choices and decisions that you make, I've always been talking to players. Uh, there's been guys over the years, I've had them in my office or I've called them on the phone or, or now we do our texting you know, there's something that comes up. They've got information. They've got special knowledge. I've always, I've never hesitated to do that. Russ, having been here for 10 years now, uh, he's been around us a long time, and he's got a good perspective, as does Bobby Wagner. And uh, we're fortunate to have Dwayne Brown. And guys, they have opinions that I don't have to act on the information, but I want to access the information. I'm okay with that, you know. So I've always been talking to guys. So how much does he have now? Not <laughs> He doesn't have any more than 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 he's ever had. Uh, I be, I've respected the heck out of Russ for all of the reasons that he has proven he's worthy. And so when I can I get a chance to get something from him that can help me out, I'm going to him. I don't hesitate to do that, and I'll do it with any of our guys. Doug Baldwin was a guy. Richard Sherman was guys. I would talk to those guys about scheme, personnel, situations, times, the uh, social issues. I mean, you name it. You know, and that's that's the kind of program that we have run around here. So. Um, I don't think it should be over, overplayed, and I don't think it should be uh, misstated either. Uh, Russ has a lot of good information, and so I'm, I, I go to him when I think it's appropriate, and he'll bring ideas at times to, to me just to try them out. We have that kind of relationship where it's okay to do that, but I'm not closing it off to anybody. And I, I, I can't tell you how much I talk to Bobby Wagner because he's been around here 10 years too. You know, And those guys have something to – they have great in, in, insights, and so that's just competing to me. You know, it's no different. So, Pete Carroll here uh, on the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, Shane Waldron comes from uh, here in Los Angeles uh, from the Rams. Is that the similar mm-hmm. offense? Are we going to see something similar where where um, you'll see a, a bunch of similar sets, but uh, you have no earthly idea what play is going to be run from it? Is that is that what's being brought to let Russ cook, if you will, to Seattle right now? Well, Pete. Well, we've been through. I don't know about the cook part of it. Okay, that's somebody else's deal. <laughs> that's that's not mine. But uh, the um, we you know we've run a lot of offense here over the years, and we've done a yes. lot of stuff. And we've we've been a productive team for a lot of years. And Russell has been a highly productive quarterback and efficient, explosive. He's been able to run uh, with the ball. That he had almost 500 yards again last year. You know, and there's there's a lot of stuff here that we have, and and that's Shane's Shane's challenge is to put all that together with this marvelous background that, that the guys have coming out of their, their history and their system. You know, I, I go all the way back, Richie, you look all the way back to, this goes back to Mike Shanahan and, and Alex Gibbs, you know, where, where this offensive concept started. When I was in, at, at SC in year two, 
I had Alex Gibbs come in and help me install a run game, and, and, and the play passes off of that. I mean, that's a long, that's 20-something years ago, which was all because of the respect that I had for Mike Shanahan and the background of what they had put together coming out of the Bill Walsh uh, West Coast system. And and I think really the kind of the godfather of this thing is uh, is Bill Walsh, but yet the the relationships that have been powerful with Mike Shanahan. And so he, what I'm saying is they have influenced Kyle, they've been influenced Sean down in L.A., so many guys all over the league now uh, with a real discipline about their style of, of coaching and uh, that applies to a lot of different schemes. So that's what we're really excited about Shane bringing in is, is the mentality of how to make things really sharp and really precise and really clean and, and, and varied as well uh, and then adapt it to our people and, and our QB and, and all of that. And we're having a blast. I mean, I'm having so much fun because I'm, I feel like I'm more connected to the heart of where it all comes from, and and Shane doesn't even know. I mean, he, he's such a young guy. I mean, he he knows who Mike Shanahan is, but he has never really, you know, have the direct influence as much as, as a lot of guys. But it's really exciting for me, and I I love. I love tapping into it because I've been a student of it for a long time. You certainly have, Pete Carroll. And, um, you know, age is just a number. You know where I'm going with this, too. Um, you're you're hitting the big 7-0. Um, what, are you, are you thinking of retiring? Are you thinking no, of winding well, up? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> it, it blows me away. I remember oh. when, when you were the head coach of the Jets and the Patriots and people were wondering if you were the right coach because you're playing basketball with the guys. You know what I mean? Like in – and clearly, you know, really? you know, I mean, you remember all that stuff, I'm sure. And and you've been at this for Absolutely. quite a long time. So I guess my question for you is, is how much longer do you do you want to do it? You sound like you're having a blast, but how much like what what it's still a very demanding job. So how how, how long do you want to keep doing this? Peter. What are you saying, Rich? What do you <laughs> it's, it's no more demanding today than it was, you know, the last 10 years of it. So um I you know I find that I find the job really fun, like you said, and and I enjoy the challenge of it, and uh, I'm excited about it every day. I'm fired up about the about the young guys and the old guys and the coaches and, and the whole. There's nothing that I, uh, the competition of it. There's nothing that I'm not fired up about, uh, and so why would you know why would I set numbers on it? Uh, I, I I've said this before that uh, uh, David Brooks wrote wrote one time about uh, he, he declared how to deal with this question of when, you know, when are you going to wind up your career mm-hmm. with taking a five-year approach to it. And you look at five years, and in, in five years, some we'll, we'll, we'll ask that question and figure it out. Well, that's, I got five more years every year, you know. So, you know, sure. I, I'm, not, I'm not even concerned about it at all. I'm just having fun doing it and I want to do it really well and want to win as much as we possibly can. And so that consumes everything that we have. And, and I don't feel like there's, a, if there's a, a, a gauge on the tank right now, you know, like how much, how much I got left in there. So I, I'm just pretty pumped up about it, staying in good shape and working hard and my family's supporting it. And so uh, we're, we're having a blast. No and doubt. We, we got to win, man. No, <laughs> you know, I know. We got to win. No, so I hear you. And that, that, if we keep doing that, then... Uh, and plus you've got a tremendous, you know, roster of, of players. I mean, one, one of them being, and this will help keep you, you know, engaged as well, no doubt about it. Not, not as if you, you need that at all. But DK Metcalf running a 100 meter was something that caught so many people's attention. And he's so dynamic. He is so unique. He is so built. I mean, my God, it is, it is something else. What next step do you think he can take because year one year you know zero to year one was something else last year was breathtaking what do you think this can look like for dk 
in your your new offense well, I, I this think year? The, the, the one, one of the descriptive words you said was dynamic. You know, that, that to me, I, I hear that word. I don't, it, there's nothing physical about that other than what influences the, the thought of, you know, what he represents as a, as a total person. This is an extraordinary young man. He, he's, he's a fascinating guy, and, and it's not, you know, everybody gets attracted to the physical stuff. Well, that just happens to be, but he's recognized, Rich, that, that he's got an opportunity to do something really special, and he's not going to miss it. And he's going to go as far as he's got to go, push as hard as he's got to push, uh, uh, spend as much clarity uh, of, of thinking and mind time and, and mentality, uh, mindfulness uh, towards it so that he can, he can max it out to a point where, you know, I worry about he puts too much on himself in that regard because he's a marvelous player and uh, and he's a really bright football player too and, and competitor as you just saw look at look at how he was able to apply his skills and his background as, in such a limited background in track mm-hmm. and look like that you know and, mm-hmm. and just be competitive and just in the in the race you know give him a couple more finishes. Uh, under his belt, he might have been you know, a little bit looser, a little bit smoother. He might have been right in the front of that thing. He wasn't far enough behind to do anything but to scare you, you know, that he could have. Um, what, what's next? You know, I, I, I you know, <laughs> I just happened to be uh, texting with him just a night ago, and, and he was talking about some people that, he, that are that he's talking with that that are you know, are starting to talk about some other things and some other choices. He he's he's got a big enough mind and a big enough awareness that, that he's able to encompass a lot of stuff. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to boost him up and pump him to, to wherever he wants to go and, and, and follow really his lead on you know, where this career takes him. But it's going to be more than football. He's going to have a lot more yeah. to offer the, the world uh, as, he, as he goes on. And I, I, just, I hope he can stay in good health and just, and just keep enjoying the fruits of it and, and, uh, and just follow along. He's got a, it, it's going to be a terrific story to follow. You certainly piqued my interest. He had me at hello, too, when, uh, at the Combine when he's crying, talking to his mom after he worked yeah. out. You know, yeah. with, with the decisions that he made, yeah. to, you know, with his neck and the injuries, and 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 you know, I, I'm all I'm yeah. all about d- distance traveled and journeys. I mean, his is fascinating to me. And then you know, he runs down Buda Baker for crying out loud. I mean, my God, he he, he really is somebody yeah. who I can't wait to see in the next year. And before I, I let you go, uh, Pete Carroll, you mentioned Bobby Wagner a few times. I think he's going to have a gold jacket one day. Um, is it possible? I read, uh, you, if you tell me it's true or not, I think you were quoted as saying, is it true, Richard Sherman, you've been t- chatting with him, it's possible to maybe get uh, uh, a Legion of Boomer back in the mix? Is that possible for you? Well, it, if I if I respond uh, in such a manner here, that would be the only thing that comes out of this interview right now that we, that we had. But I've, Richard and I have, have been in contact over the years, and we continue to be, in, and uh, I know he's working hard and looking for an opportunity, and he's got a lot of things going uh, in, in his world too, that are really exciting as well. And uh, you know, you never know. We're always competing in in, in working at stuff, and, and Sherm knows that. And and uh, I I really at this point I don't have the that in our plans. Okay. But yet it's not it's never out of my mind. You know, and and uh, and I love our guys for all of the time we spent together and all that we went through together, the ups, the downs, the challenges. It was just life. You know that we that we've we've lived and we've shared a life in, in this world of football and. And I'm really grateful for the relationships of those guys that have played in the past. And I love them, and, and uh, you know, I, I'll be there for them at any time that they need me and as best I can and, uh, because they've given me everything that they ever could, too. You know? So it's a great relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm fond of, of all those guys. And, and 
you know, if ever there's a chance, I, I mean, look at what happened with Marshawn a couple years back. I mean, right. that was freaking awesome, you know. He <laughs> right. came back and almost scored the winning touchdown. And, you know, come on, he scored three times in the last couple of games, you know, or whatever it was, four times. Um, that, that was such a marvelous story. We were inches away from that being the storybook. And, and, uh, and who knows? You know, you never know what's going to happen. You know, I haven't heard from Marshawn in a while, but, you know, that could be just as much of a story as any of them. So no, no doubt. Um, I love our guys and ho- hope they're doing well and, and we'll look after them forever. Well, Pete, I appreciate the time. There's one last question I've never asked you I wanted to ask you, so I'm going to do it. How many pieces of gum do you go through during a game? How many pieces of gum do you go through during a, a four-quarter four game? That's not the first time that question has been asked, but I never really count. Rich, Come on. But, well, give me but, an estimate. What do you got? But since the, since, since the masks came in, masks really took something away from it. You know, cause okay. that, that thing chomping up and down just don't get it. You know? and so, sure. But, yeah. yes. but yeah. it, it, I'm at least a four-packer, okay? I'm at least a four-packer. <laughs> Now, what are you chewing, though? What's your choice? What do you got? What do you do? I'm a bubble yum. I've been a bubble yum guy for a long time, all the way, all the way uh, back to uh, uh, my boy back at you know uh, Dominguez back at SC. Man, we've been, okay. we've been double yum in the whole uh, bubble yum, double yum in the whole time. Okay, so, right, right, just bubble yeah. gum flavor, mint. What do you got for me, Pete? Just it doesn't matter. Just a, yeah, yeah, just bubble gum. Yeah, huh? just straight pink, straight just pink, straight pink, straight pink four packer. Four. <laughs> I love it. Four. It ain't nothing like when you get one. It's not, it's not just one. It's when you can get two and three. You get to that fourth one in, in, your, in, your, in your chaw at the time. Yeah, right. Now you're really living now. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, you, thank you so much for the time. This, uh, no, no, there's no editing. Yeah, Come on, no. Whatever you want out no, of No, this is great. This is, now, this is going to be, that's going to be the headline out of all of it, what we discussed, Pete. It'll be the bubble gum. Thanks for the time. Say hey to Susie. See ya. You, are, you got it. That's, right. You bet. That's uh, the one and only Pete Carroll, head coach of the Seattle Seahawks, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. There are UFOs and aliens out there, as we saw in 60 Minutes last night. Um, I watched that with Suze, and we're like, okay, lock the windows. <laughs> you think that's going to help? I don't know, man. <laughs> Can't they just, like, walk through walls? Yeah, like, dude, the, it makes no sense. Like vision on the Avengers. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. I mean, are they like I understand e. it makes no sense. If they're like E.T., you saw the way he walked. See, He's not doing a lot. You know, because I, I, I saw it last night, and if anybody hasn't seen it, uh, I mean... There was a, a a a pilot, an actual United States, uh, I think, um, Air Force pilot, saying that he flies reconnaissance reconnaissance missions off our great country's coast uh, every day for the last two years. He's seen something he can't explain. Like what the hell? You know. To me, that's like a, a version of the shift. I can't explain that either. <laughs> I don't understand it. I, I, it confuses me. So there's alien life out there. <laughs> and you think there are actual aliens playing in, in sports today, Chris, correct? I think it's possible when you look at some of these guys and what they're able to do with their bodies. Eh, they may not be from this earth. Giannis. Giannis is not sure. from this earth. Giannis is not from this earth. I look at uh, Julio Jones. I don't think is really from this earth. Just saying. Michael you, Michael Phelps for sure. Michael is, Phelps uh, is, is, is okay. Is, you not, think that's just uh, not human? You know, I I, I was actually sitting here thinking this. If you had to explain to an alien, all right, what an NFL player is, a Major League Baseball player, a basketball player, and then an NHL player, you could choose NHL or soccer. And I know that pisses off NHL fans that I'm <laughs> swapping that out. We're you can only about. choose one. Who would it be? And I would choose. Are the we following. going all time or are we going current? I would go. It does uh, just. I'm not putting any uh, any time limit on it. Okay. Because I'm. I'd go Jordan for basketball. Okay. Like that's a basketball player. This is what he does. <laughs> he plays defense. He can shoot. He makes something of himself. That's here we go. And okay. and he can fly, like you do in a tic tac above. You know, only places that aren't inhabited. <laughs> in a tic tac. <laughs> tic tac. That's what they said. There was like a little tic tac over the ocean off of the coast of Virginia. What yeah. color tic tac? The white. Said it was Old a white tic tac. Like Even though my favorite are the orange ones. The orange ones. Please, oh, please. please. Yeah. There's no, there's no arguing. I would tell an alien that in a heartbeat. The tic tac <laughs> should be orange. Change the color. More delicious. Take that orange. And that uh, my baseball player. My baseball player would that. I don't know because. I go back and forth between Mantle because he can homer, he can steal, he can play, he can defend. You can go Mike Trout now just if you want to be more contemporary. Like the kid. You go... Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. would be a good one. Or you go Ricky Henderson because he could probably speak their language. <laughs> yeah. yeah, They're like, oh, you're one of us. Yeah, you're one of us. <laughs> you're one of us. <laughs> and like Ricky... Ricky hit right but threw left that was yeah. always kind of weird the like snatch catch yeah the snatch catch but he could also play baseball man 
He can hit. He can steal. He can field. He can homer. Best ever. He can man. Cadillac. Talked in the third person because his yes. language wouldn't allow the, All right, the, it's the, Ricky, the word I. Ricky Henderson. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky Henderson. I mean, Jeter <laughs> will right, give him so gifts. So you got Jordan. <laughs> oh, Jeter. Forgot about Jeter. Give, I mean, you have to. But he's Jeter. also a perfect human being. I mean, I mean yes. he'll give him gifts after he meets him. Okay. I'm here all week. Jordan <laughs> and Jeter wouldn't be bad. They're kind of cut from the same cloth, aren't they? I think you uh, know. Ricky's some... out. Ricky's out. Ricky's Jeter's out. Oh, wow. Jeter's, oh, so no, you, you can't have Jeter in. Yeah. Why not? Because he's over Ricky. He's just Jeter. I'm not saying anything about Jeter as the player. Obviously, he's great, but like, there's nothing like alien like about Jeter. Like Ricky, you just gave but some great. Not, what, what's alien like about Jordan? Because he can fly. Uh, I believe I can fly. He can definitely Man. fly. Yeah. That's... But by the way, if we're saying that, then we have to really look at guys like Wilt Chamberlain and Kareem. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was gonna say. You're seven feet guys. tall, and yet you uh, can run. You can jump. You are built like. I think Magic would be up there too. Magic would the yeah, I mean, would, he Will was a track star. Yeah, growing up in high school and college, it's tough. With Bill the, Russell, Bill team. Russell be great too. Will Will could Will. also. Um, <laughs> well, okay. yeah, by the way, you just, don't even have to yeah, finish yeah. what you were That's about you, to say, and we all just well, know. This is, stop if this is about if this is about also keeping the human race alive. <laughs> We're good. I was about to say, We're nothing good. that comes out of your mouth next is going to be as funny as what's going through our heads. That's it. <laughs> All right, it's Wilt. Right, be Will. fruitful and multiply. Right, so we got Wilt, right? It's Wilt. Ricky. Now, who's the... Uh, I would say Flojo. Foot... Flojo. Jeez, that's a good one. Well, are you going other... You're just going athlete. Carl, I mean, Usain Bolt. Guy literally runs as fast as a spaceship. Okay. That's true. So Bolt. And then you've got um who else you're gonna go well, with? We gotta go football, so we This Brady. Brady. I mean it's not even a question. Brady. As an alien though, you're not gonna story. Tom would fit right into the general population. Like, you gotta go a quarterback, don't you? Or you gotta go with somebody like You well, go with someone like Jonathan Ogden, who we've all stood next to and like, yo, like you're the biggest Vernon dude I've Davis. ever seen. Just one of those big freak tight ends or yeah, like Miles Garrett. You gotta also talk about this is one of the all-time greats. Ogden yeah, is an all-time great, and he is large. But are we going to say we you can't say that this person is an alien too? You've got to show show the alien that is just coming down right now and just checking out what's going on on Earth. Mm-hmm. This is what this person does. If you want like what is basketball? That's a basketball player, that's Will Chamberlain. Yeah, but you wouldn't look at Brady. This and is say a bas- that. this is a baseball player. That's Ricky Henderson. Now Madden right? Madden once said this during a game, which is about Brett Favre. Hey, you got aliens and they come down and they go, oh, boom! He, there's Brett Favre. Did he really say that? Yeah, way back in the day. So you want to go with Favre over Tom Brady? Really? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Madden. How about said this? We're having an argument over what we would show an alien. <laughs> <laughs> Peacock must be so happy. All right, so let's do. We got Wilt, Ricky, Bolt, Brady. Rich Peacock is happy because they have a little uh, UFO unidentified type miniseries okay. coming to Peacock. Look at so, you! So, oh, look at you! Look at you, TJ. Yeah. Well so they done. are probably happy with. Okay. It. Well All right. So it's self-promotional. Yeah. Why did I say that so aggressively? I don't understand. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty aggressive. All right. Synergy. I, I, we got to go, Tom Brady. Please, come on. I mean, I, of course, he's still playing. He's going to play to his fifty. Right. So it's like an alien. So, so we're doing wins. something that's similar. So we, we not only show, okay, here's what we're going to come up with. We show not only is this player excellent, but, you know, they can kind of 
equate to the alien because they're just so <laughs> unlike anything else. Right, right? exactly. Yeah. Okay. And they're adapting. They live forever. I got to assume aliens live forever. I don't know. Why would you think I mean, that? Yoda. Okay. He lived a long time. Yoda's By the way, like great point, Mike. Great point. See? Baby Yoda's a baby. He's got a long uh, way to hockey. go. What do you got in hockey? Great. Gretzky. Well, Gretzky. Gretzky. The, he's the great one. He's got the greatest nickname in sports. Yager. Mario. Gordy, Gordy Howe played like six uh, decades. Gordy yeah. Howe played like six decades. Yeah. He was good. And he could be, he, he, he could. You guys are also missing. He could take you out. He was in the no Michael helmet Rizzaroni. era. Send him. Come on. He's got the flag or Jim Craig. Mike. No. Those guys got to be a pro. Please. Okay. You want to go Gordy Howe just a little old I think school? we should go Gordy Howe old school. No helmet era. Yeah. Played, you know. Like Paul Newman slap shot. Right. Uh, got it. <laughs> All right. Gordy Howe. Secretariat. For a horse? Yeah. Okay. No Medina spirit? <laughs> well, well. He's been disqualified by the alien. <laughs> a lot of foreign substances. Okay. Yeah. Well, foreign. I mean, what's more of a foreign <laughs> substance than an actual yeah. alien, Chris? Exactly. Come on. Focus. I mean. All right. Secretariat. Right. Um, and now we're doing soccer, like soccer, right? What do you got to do? Ooh. Ronaldo. Right? Pele. 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 Send Ronaldo's bust. Just the bust. That was just the, yeah, like. the weirdo the bust. Weird, weird bust. Mm. No. Pele. By the way, we say Pele, but if you want to sound like you know soccer, Pele. 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 We don't know soccer. <laughs> I mean, okay. I Pelé. missed a soccer game yesterday. Right? I know a little. You know? Right? You want to do Pele? <laughs> All the soccer fans are probably like, you're idiots. It's football. Dopes. All right. This is good. So, hey, aliens, that's Wilt, the basketball player, yeah. Ricky, the baseball player, Bolt. Definitely the same. Right. Bolt, yeah. Um, I like the floor in Griffith Joyner one, though. Flo Joe. Let's Flo conclude Flo Joe. Joe. Okay. Gotta get a musician, Rich. I want to get into, like, okay. an actor, actress, and musician. Well, I mean, Tom Hanks It's definitely, I'm putting Hanks. Now you're really in now, a totally different ball of wax. Yeah, it's here, a totally man. different ball of wax. Keep I the mean, actors. Right, you want to do, do music? You can do the music. Lady Gaga. Send them. Send them. Send her. So she's like the number one alien. Yeah. Music. She would, she Wait would bring. Wait a second. Are we talking all time or just now? Because it seems like we're talking like. Oh, if we want to go off Sinatra. I mean, he'll show him a good time. Michael Jackson. Have and you heard Michael of him? Jackson. Yeah. And Michael Jackson. Michael right. Jackson might have actually been an alien. Yeah, though. that's so the like, thing. That's Michael Jackson and Lady Gaga. About that. Okay, this is great, guys. I mean, this is terrific. Let's somebody, let's get sixty minutes on the phone and open that <laughs> uh, open that piece back up. Run it, run it back. Okay, there we go. There, send the alien this photo of Lady Gaga, which is me getting the oh, selfie man. with her that Del Tufo could not get. Because I was working. No, you no, were you not. Were. Yes, I was. No, you you were. I was. Mike, I was Mike, you could show. at least no, admit. I, I, I couldn't get out on the what field. What was I doing? Come on, Mike. What was you I were, doing? You were I was hosting a, a pregame show. At that point in time. I know. And the, the NFL field. Network crew is like, where the hell is Rich going? Why is he walking to the middle of the field? <laughs> and I was. I said, everybody relax. I'm getting a selfie to show Mike Del Tufo up of Lady Gaga. I'll be back in a minute. And you know what they said? They said, okay. Because I know I'm not going to miss a segment. I'm a professional. I'm an alien. They should send me <laughs> to explain who everybody is. Who's the host? Oh. How am I not the host? Of the Alien Olympics. Oh. The Alien Olympics. The Alien Olympics. <laughs> Who's the host? <laughs> I don't know. Jim Gray? He's a sideline reporter? Bring Cosell back from the dead. Cosell. Oh, God, jeez. <laughs> Great segment, everybody. Here we Man. are at the Alien Olympics. Hey. 
there are aliens and now they're going to know. Wilt's playing basketball. Oh, Ricky, yeah. baseball. Flo, Joe, and Bolt are running track. Brady, Gordie Howe, Secretary, Pelé. Lady Gaga, Michael Jackson playing halftime. Tennis. That's pretty good. Tennis. That's pretty good. Got to have tennis player in. Uh, Serena. Oh, Serena. Yeah. And the yeah. story there. Uh, well, just, just both. Send both the Williams sisters. Serena and then, you know, uh, for tennis, Federer. He is de- I, I've seen Federer up close in the same way that these alien spaceships do not have any exhaust at all. Like, make it look like there's, you don't know how it's flying. Around? Federer doesn't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how he, I don't know how he <laughs> operates. Sweat. I don't even know how he operates, takes flight. I've Federer. Never, I've never noticed Federer ha- use a towel. Federer never, I've, oh. I've, I covered three United States Open. I never saw him sweat once. Ever. Golf, Rich. Got to a golfer. Well, now it's Shambo. No, because if they, no, it's no, they see him swing, they're going to be scared. There's only one no, answer to this question. It's Tiger Woods. It's Tiger. Tiger be Woods, scared. y'all. They're going to go, what are you, what's that guy doing? They're going to look like, Woods, v, y'all. like Vijay Singh. Are we missing any sports at all? Hold on. Yeah, I know because someone's going to get mad at us. Oh, we got to think real. NASCAR. Dale Earnhardt, senior. Senior. Right? That guy is Mr. Nat. I'm just, he should be. If, if NASCAR Richard had Petty, a logo, that's, right? that's the logo, the mustache. Okay. The hat and the mustache. You know, we had um, WNBA wise, we had Lisa Leslie in oh, here. Oh, yeah, Lisa Leslie. Yeah. I mean, one. you weren't talking just about a specimen. Good Six one. foot five inches, scored 100 points in a basketball game. Yeah, okay. Good one. And then a boxer is Ali, correct? I mean, that, that be works quiet. for me. Be quiet, everybody. Be quiet. All right, very good, guys. Great list. Great list. So bring them here. <laughs> Honestly, we got space. They're here. They are here. But I'm. But they don't show up. Like, why don't they just like land somewhere in like Grant Park in Chicago one day? I think they come here People at night when we're going to mess with oh. our lights. Why are they always? Why are they always just off the coast? You know, when there's or like in Wyoming or Texas yeah. somewhere. Yeah, 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 it's always fuzzy, like like yeah. Bigfoot. First of all, they get the worst camera to shoot them. Number one, even yeah. the planes. Right. It's like, come on, get a get a better camera. Like your my iPhone would take a better photo than most. Excellent of these complaint. Yeah, I'm complaining. <laughs> I want to see it close. Like I want to see. And people are wondering what the hell are we going to talk about with no NBA games, <laughs> right? The like, NFL. Seriously. We're waiting. We're waiting for Aaron Rodgers to do something. Waiting for him to talk. Waiting for him to talk. Haven't even heard from him. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Show.